You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Welcome everyone, welcome to the first Embrace show for Ramadan this year. Um, we're taking over from the Sakina Society show tonight. Uh, my name's Carly and I'll be hosting the show tonight. Um, so tonight we've got a really great topic. We are going to be discussing the pros and cons of living as a weaver in the wider non-Muslim community. I've got three lovely guests on the show with us tonight. We've got Sister Aisha, who is the co-founder of the Glasgow Weaver Social Group. Uh, we've got Brother Sammy, who works in recruitment and is a trainer in martial arts in Muslim community centres for Muslims. And he's brought his friend along with him, Sister Habiba. So let's kick off the show. So the main topic that we are discussing tonight is how reverts fit into the wider society. Um, but first of all, um, I'd like everyone just to introduce themselves and give us a little bit of background on how they became Muslim. So who would like to start? Ladies first. <laughs> Aisha. Okay. <laughs> um, Asalaamu alaikum everyone. My name is Aisha. I've been a Muslim for two years now on the 28th of June. Oh, Asha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got quite a simple story to be honest. I wasn't really brought up religiously. I come from a Christian family, but I wasn't really, I went to Sunday school, but never really followed anything else. Um, and I wasn't really looking for Islam, but I did have Coming towards Islam, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming towards Islam, I did kind of have like, <laughs> sorry, listener, that's my son. <laughs> um, coming towards Islam, I did have a quite. <laughs> sorry. Oh, we've got Adam wanted to. He wants to have a mic as well. I know. Which I tell daddy. Yeah. So basically, I came towards Islam because um, I had a partner when I moved to Glasgow. And he was a Muslim, but he. Was, I know. <laughs> he was, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so basically, I had a partner who was Muslim at the time, but he wasn't practicing, obviously. And he kind of introduced me towards Islam. But then I started looking for religion, and I started to decide that I would I'd go back to church. So I went back to church, and I found that it wasn't for me. I just didn't have a big. I wanted when I went to church, I wanted an epiphany, you know, like, oh, like, I want to do this, but then it never happened. So then I decided in March of 2015 that I would become Muslim, but I just never had anything to push me um, towards it. And then um, I met my husband, uh, at that, uh, husband to be at that time, in June, and I took the plunge, and I took Aww. my... Shahada and I got married and everything and now I got Adam. Oh, <laughs> so that's yeah. a lovely story. Who's next? Habiba. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Um, <laughs> I'd worked in the, uh, the field of mental health for over 20 years and I also did uh, complementary therapies, which I'm still part of to do with Reiki and massage. And <coughs> I'd been part of uh, a Zikr group for about seven and a half years, but never felt the need to actually convert. I wasn't raised uh, in a religious background, although my family are uh, quite uh, disciplined in a lot of ways, you know, to do with manners and taking care of everyone in the community. 
um, and my family originally uh, from Macedonia but that's gone back quite a few centuries ago so I guess it's probably been there all the time and then uh, last year I had a couple of uh, experiences uh, that kind of woke me up a little bit and it came out of the blue and just one day I just felt this amazing love that just kept growing and growing and growing for about a month you know until one day I was um, sitting looking outside my window watching the birds and I thought where is this love coming from you know it's uh, I know it sounds a bit hippy dippy but it wasn't there was it and uh, I just thought maybe I should take Shahada and all of a sudden I just burst into tears <laughs> so um, <laughs> it was th- there's more to it but it's a long story so I'll go into it another time but how am I darling I've got Adam by the way <laughs> and um, uh, so I took Shahada and um, then within a month of that I had left well a year two years previous to that I'd left mental health and just wondered what to do with the next career change and start getting into my garden but didn't do much about it just did part-time self-employment helping people in the community and uh, then a month after Shahada all of a sudden a door opened up and um, I ended up getting an internship at the local botanic gardens in St Andrews and the person that runs it he uh, worked in Jordan when he was training and met a couple of people who were Muslim, obviously, and so that's how it started for me. Oh, and he's still here. Story. Yeah, that's yeah. Amazing. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're welcome. And last but not least, uh, we've got Sammy. Hi, Sam. Welcome. Quite similar timeline to Sister Aisha. Actually, it's just over. It was Ramadan three years ago. No, two. Yeah, sorry, two years ago. So is it actually in Ramadan at the time? So this is the third one I'm doing. Um, wow. And. It <sighs> It's well, my my kind of background. My father was Turkish, so there was always a kind of, um, I, I, I guess, a lineage of of uh, of kind of uh, Muslim culture, I yeah. guess. Um, but my mother's uh, she w- she's English and she's Christian. I, d- I grew up with my mother, so okay. predominantly, if if there would have been any religion, it would have been Christianity growing up. But um, I, w- I was always a kind of believer and, and a creator. But I I was guess I was just kind of lost in 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 the in the dunya, as you would say. And uh, so you know, I think it came to a point actually out of fear. Um, first and foremost, you know, fear. I I I, I got quite ill, yeah. and and I thought one day, you know, I'm going to die and. Oh. I'm really scared of what's going to happen, you know. And and my brother converted um, about ten, twelve years ago, no, about ten, eleven years ago. And I kind of want what he had because yeah. he, he he seemed this peaceful, really humble, centered, you know, grounded guy. And I was like the complete opposite. So <laughs> I was like, you know, but I just thought that's for him, you know. And I respected that. And I thought that's not really, you know, maybe when I'm older, something I'll look at religion, but. You know, alhamdulillah, at that time it just happened, and and I, I, I guess I got the 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 call, you know, yeah. um, and you know, pretty much shortly after that, you know, I took sh- shahada, and and out of the fear of of dying and and on on meeting, you know, our creator, um, which never kind of reflect back and go, yeah, there's definitely fear, but it's more out of love than yeah, anything. Exactly. That's certainly over. <laughs> overtook that fear yeah. and uh, I mean we were created out of love at the end of the day and the prophets are some soul before anything and you know you reflect on that and it, it kind of puts the fear just it, it settles that you know so yeah just just uh, just over two years ago 
and this will be my third Ramadan, so similar to yourself. That's lovely. All your stories are amazing. It's just, yeah, it's so good. But we'll move on to the questions now um, and what we're discussing. So, as I said, we're discussing how reverts fit into the wider society. So, the questions that I was thinking of is, basically, how does being a convert to Islam bring any problems um, to our lives in the wider society, like in the in the the society, the, the kind of wider society out with our community, um, or does anyone have any positive stories? Has anyone, you know? <laughs> I think I think um, depends what kind of person you are as well. You know, if you're going to scream and shout about it and try and shove it down everybody's throat that you're a Muslim. It's going to, uh, 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 you know, certain things will come with that, but, you know, if you're humble about it and, and uh, you lead by example and not necessarily by what you're saying, but by your actions and have your, your respect and your adab intact and, you know, and, and people, you know, you represent Islam mm -hmm. in that respect, you know. Yeah. But I think for me, it's definitely, I think, positive because I didn't really care what people thought anymore. Mm -hmm. I lived a life for so long where I did care what people yeah. thought and essentially lived my life for other people mm -hmm. in that respect yeah. but actually when you turn it in and you start living your life for for, this, for Allah and that's it and everything else I guess you know obviously you still have your problems and your challenges but it's meaningless really um, but I think it's been a positive outcome because it opens up dialogue you know it opens up the so what's it like being a Muslim you know and to people that knew me from when I wasn't, or I wasn't practicing, it, it's like, so what's it like now, you know? And 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 you're sharing with them, and and you're seeing them smile, and you're seeing, you know, all these positive things, yeah. you know. F so for me, it's it's been that, but I mean, mm. I'm sure there's there's a lot of other things. Yeah. Does that anyone happened. have any stories of what it's been like being a Muslim, mm. uh, being a, a, a weaver, especially because it's more difficult for us yeah. to explain it to people that have not been born into it. Well, I've got a few stories. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> I've got a few stories in a short two, two years. <laughs> um, well, let's just say the area that I live in currently um, is not very particularly Muslim friendly. Like, I do have a lot of kind of more negative than positive from there, but I'm quite, I'm quite a Sami, I'm just like, okay, whatever, <laughs> do you, like, <laughs> you know, even I've had, like, people shout at me in the street, like, go home, and I'm like, go back to where I came from, and I'm like, I'm from Port Basel, <laughs> <laughs> I can go home, <laughs> it's a train away, I don't mind, but I've even had people, you know, like, stupid friends, like, even, it's just, like, childish, like, schoolboys, you know, like, I had, like, one schoolboy run past me and shout Allahu Akbar at me and I'm going I'm not really offended you're just praising God to me <laughs> you know I'm like, I'm like yeah takbir it's okay it's okay so so anyway I, oh my the most um, the most extraordinary experience I had was actually um, walking through Buchanan Street and I noticed, oh, it was on a Saturday afternoon, so you know how you get a lot of stalls on a Saturday, like for different things, you always get maybe a Dama mm -hmm. stall, or you get, so I seen one, and it was for, I just seen the, the, the Israeli flag, and I went, oh, what's this, you know, because <laughs> like, I was drawn to it, you know, like a moth to a flame, and 
um, this woman stopped me and I was, I'm very obviously Muslim, like I wear a bias and I wear a hijab and this woman stopped me and she goes, she goes, can I ask you a few questions? She goes, how do you feel to be subjugated in your religion? Oh. And I said, oh and I said, what do you mean by subjugated? I said, I don't understand what you mean. She goes, oh, like, do you not feel like you're oppressed in your religion? I said, well, to be honest, if you want to, if you want to like, know someone who's oppressed, you should call my husband. Because <laughs> that poor man, you know. <laughs> and, he said, and she was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, you have to wear, like, you're forced to wear this hijab. And... And I said, no, I'm not forced to wear it. I choose to wear it. And I was like, just like how um, some like Orthodox Jews, like the ladies mm-hmm. cover themselves, yeah. and nuns cover themselves, and, but they don't understand. They go, oh, but they do it because they're devoted to God. And I go, well, yeah, well, so are Muslims. Yeah. You know, that's 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 what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, but I but I offered her a Quran because you know I always carry a Quran about with me in case of. Needs of Dawa. <laughs> and she went, No, I don't want a Quran. And I went, Aww. Okay. Oh dear. I was like, Well, mate, I love you, sister. <laughs> Give me a hadaya. Well, you tried, that's the main thing. Yeah. And, and you were nice about it. And yeah. that's, that's really all we can yeah. do, is just yeah. be really nice about it. Yeah. What about yourself? Have you had? Um, well, the, the first experience was my mum. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, I have yeah. a background. You know, as I've done a bit more ancestral mm-hmm. research, you know, we all come from the place, yeah. you know. Um, but my mum, she had just had a bereavement, lost her sister, and you know, um, recently lost her uncle, and um, so she was quite emotional. And when she found out um, I had taken shahada, she was really upset and quite angry, um, and not understanding because there's a lot of media yeah. negativity, you know. And um, about um, what was it about? Seven months ago, um, just before my uncle died, we went through Edinburgh to go and see him. And I had my tesbian, I'm praying, I'm praying, as I'm driving, because my mum is one of these backseat drivers that will challenge you, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, you should go too fast, you know, go 30 miles an hour on a 70 mile, mile uh, road motorway. So I'm praying, praying, praying to give me patience, give me patience, I'll stop for a while, stop for a <laughs> And my mum's in the back of the car, and she's sleeping, and she's nodding, she's like, what's that you're doing? I says, I'm praying. Why? And I told her, I says, so, so I don't argue with you. <laughs> you know, and she laughed. And she says, can I hold it? <laughs> you know, so I gave her the, the tesby. It was given to me by someone uh, really precious in uh, Lefke. And I gave it to her and she held it and she says, oh, that feels amazing. That energy's lovely. Can I keep it? And I'm like, yeah, you know. And she carries it everywhere in the handbag, you know. And then um, just a couple of months ago, my uncle passed away. But before he passed away, we had been told that he had about uh, three weeks to two months to live. And I got some guidance from one of my sisters. And uh, she told me to say shahada, recite it, and hope you know, hold his hand at the time and I did within seconds of doing it just at the last word he left, you know and uh, so there's quite a lot of power in what we do, you know, and I know it sounds like a sad story and that, but it's it's quite, you know, and my mum was there at the time, yeah, yeah, but it was like, you know, proof again you know, that's real but there's been a lot of positive experiences and a lot of people tease me in that, you know and a lot of good stories as well, you know so, yeah I oh, hope not. <laughs> I have that effect on people. <laughs> I've got tissues. <laughs> so, in regards to things like 
job prospects, do you think that your abilities to get jobs are limited because we are Muslim? Do you think that that's a problem that we have in society? I think that would maybe come affect females more yeah. because they outwardly look yeah. present themselves mm -hmm. as some because of hijab and things. Whereas with a man, you can kind of disguise it. Yeah. Well, not disguise it, but it's not <coughs> as, as present. Um, I don't know. I, I was quite in my last company. Um, there was, I was only with some there, and you know, one day I, w I, I wasn't praying, and the next day I was in the boardroom praying, you know, yeah. five yeah. times a day, and they're like, "What's going on?" But obviously, I, I had the conversations and they were really supportive actually um, <laughs> and you know they got it didn't look like special treatment I get to go and you know, have a break you know depend obviously if it's winter time you're praying you know Dhor, Asr and Maghrib within the, the afternoon so you're away three times but it, it was fine you know um, but I was already quite established in that company and quite settled in so it wasn't an issue for me to approach them whereas you know, maybe if, if I changed company now and went to a new job and and I was like, you know, I, so I need to go away every Friday, mm -hmm. you know, and I need to pray in the room and things. And, you know, I guess it, it may present problems mm -hmm. depending on the company, but I think, you know, I, I've, not, I've been okay. I don't know. I'm usually down on my hands and knees digging <laughs> weeds, so it's quite easy for me to hide in a bush somewhere yeah. in the botanic garden. So, it's, but sometimes it can be difficult, and I don't wear hijab all the time. Yeah. It is it's personal choice. Exactly. I mean, the work that I do yeah. is really quite uh, challenging. Yeah. But when I, I go for prayers and that, and sometimes I'll I'll experience it. I mean, I have had uh, negative attitudes towards me. Uh, Why are you wearing that? You you you're under control. But the thing is, you know you. It, it brings more attention, doesn't hide you at all, no, you know. Exactly. And I, I, it's a way of people getting to know you as a person rather than how you look and your physicality and what fashion you wear. It's about you, the focusing on you, exactly. you know. And yeah, it's modesty as well, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's, uh, definitely. Yeah. It's a good point that you guys are making that it's maybe more difficult for women than it is for men, yeah. just yeah. on the fact that yeah. we are more outwardly yeah. Muslim yeah. than men. I think with men you have to actually sit and have a conversation with them first yeah. before you, oh right, you're Muslim, but with women it's kind of, you're just walking into a room and everybody looks at you and they know that you're Muslim yeah. if you're wearing a yeah. scarf. But yes, one of those things, isn't it? It is. <laughs> No. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else to add? I think the challenging experiences just makes me more determined to yeah. be part of this. I think the challenges are in some way deliberately <laughs> placed there for us, you know, because you don't just get challenges from your own family and friends, but it's also from other Muslims as well. It's, uh, you know, you've got the overwhelming knowledge that people want to impart on you, so it's like grab a revert, you know. Yeah, exactly. But I, and, uh, my way of dealing with... And some people find it, ex you know, really difficult because yeah. it's like, oh, I don't know where to go, I feel overwhelmed. One person's saying this and the other person's saying that, and, and, and I'm learning and learned to say thank you, thank you, oh yes. yeah, thank you. Even yes. though sometimes I feel my heckles getting up because, <laughs> uh, you know, especially if you maybe your sleeves too short or too long, you know, or you know, everyone's just want to look out for you. That's exactly. the way the sh I keep saying it's the way shown the yes. love, you know. Exactly. Um, 
and uh, you know the Allah salawat <laughs> brought us here for a reason all yeah. of us you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just I read something quite uh, funny this morning on uh, on one of the scholars I follow. Uh, he wrote something, and I think it's quite relevant to what you say. But he's talking yeah. about Imam Bukhari. He said that Imam Bukhari took religion from over a thousand men before he sat down and compiled his famous work. And it uh -huh. says Akai took from one Google search and was qualified enough to teach it. I think I think they get the shake giggles and the. But at the end of the day, you point your finger. You know, three fingers point back at you. Exactly. you know, yeah, that's so true. As I used to say yeah. that, you know, yeah. who you point your finger at, point your finger at yourself. You know, yeah, yeah. this day and age, it's yeah. too easy to sit and judge. You know, yeah. I mean, we are a mirror reflection of each other. So, yeah. you know, it's just smile from your heart. You know, just I think like yeah, that. I think with the challenges though I mean Allah is the, the, the planner of all planners you know there's no coincidences in life no. certainly yeah. not when you're on the path and, yeah. you know when you're on the deen so at the end of the day whatever challenges you're getting inshallah there'll be more reward for it you know exactly. and everyone's challenges are different know. you know, know. Um, and that, you know the less focused you are on um, you know worrying about what other people think especially in the working environment you know the more freer you'll be you know, and detached from what you know, from their eyes on you, yeah. or anything like that, and yeah. you know, having the focus and 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 Allah, and and you know, being a better, better Muslim. You know. The last part we were talking about the kind of problems that we have, but now we're going to be discussing how we can how we can get better from it. So let's start. Hello. Hello. Brother Savage just come back, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was away making dua, so the show went well. Oh, Thanks. Thank you. I didn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically what we are want to talk about now is how how can we change people's negative perceptions of Muslims? What can we do as, as reverts, as converts? Well, personally, I think it's basically take it from who we follow, um, our Prophet, Sallallahu mm -hmm. No, like yeah. he, before, um, like pre-Islamic times, like he was very trustworthy people people used to call him you know trustworthy and they they wanted his opinions of things so I think and that's how you know like the Sahaba came towards Islam is not through by all the rules and regulations and the the like the laws and everything it was through like Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu <coughs> um, character yeah. and definitely I feel positive that my character not I'm not being big-headed, but <laughs> I feel like people people will say to me like, "Oh, you're a Muslim," and I go, "Yeah," and they go, "Oh, but you're so nice." So I'm like, no. I left my I left my grumpy head in the house today. Like, you know, it's definitely you know you you need to be you know you need to like be welcoming and not like. I think one of the things as well is, uh, like for a, quite a while, I've heard a lot of open days at mosques, and you get a lot of people from different communities that actually also come in. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, education, you know, bringing it into the schools as well, Definitely. but not in a way that you're preaching. It's yeah. about people finding out, um, but also having interfaith days is a big oh, thing. You know, you yeah, could yeah. have dialogue stalls, session. dialogue, yeah, communication, because yeah. that's the biggest thing that's missing, it's communication. Yeah. You know, good, positive, healthy yeah. communication with people. And it's setting up little projects, like Andalus has um, had a gardening project, and oh, that wow. got community people together from different 
as far as I know, yeah, I don't know the full thing, yeah. you know, um, and other uh, areas, you know, other community centres are actually trying to bring in other people. Um, I don't know enough because I'm not from this area, yeah. but just from what I've heard, you know, but that's a small example, but a good example yeah. how it would work. You I know? think Interfaith Glasgow, uh, in Interfaith Glasgow, they do, they are very active on the um, kind of mixed uh, mixed faiths, the dialogue sessions, going into churches, mosques, yeah. you know, and uh, that is it's communication, yeah. you know, yeah. um, you know, yeah. and and I think on the, the the grand scale of things, it's 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 just uh, as you say, it's it's kind of your behaviour, you know, and how you act, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's not just mm-hmm. about what comes out your mouth. Yep. it's it's your behaviour. Sure. By know, example, yeah, exactly. Yeah, by by example. example, you know, yeah. and you know that's probably a very effective mm-hmm. way of of, of communicating. Mm-hmm. It's also getting tapping into other services, you know, within the communities, you know, to do with social work, uh, you know, education, the whole, the whole works, just bringing people together, you yeah. know, um, I think that would really, really help. But it's th- there's some traditional communities that will not go near uh, other communities, and I think yeah. down to it's down to ignorance and fear, oh, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. how we make up stories in our mind about each other, when in fact we're all just human beings at the end of the day, and yeah. no matter what your belief system, we all come from the same place. As far yeah. as exactly. you know, it's like well, that's it, you know, yeah. and and at the end of the day, it's just barriers that we build between other communities and mm-hmm. ourselves and other people, you know. Yeah. Before I came to Islam, I probably was quite judgmental. And, you know, I, I never took people really at face value. Mm-hmm. I'd like to probably say I did, but I think deep down I didn't. Now, I, I really do, you know. It doesn't matter where you're from or your background. I really, because it's all irrelevant, you know, because who am I to judge anyone? Yeah. And that's the way we should be, mm-hmm. you know. And, and uh, you, you, who, who's in front of you is, 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 is you take them at face mm-hmm. value, you know. There's... Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, with if there's any kind of issues, I think Scotland's a generally a safe place. Yeah. You know, a lot of these statistics and this hate crimes a lot is down south. If we're going to yeah. go into it, you know, but generally speaking, and I, I've not been a part of of seeing any of, any of it. Um, but I think, you know, um, there is organisations like Tell Mama, like they, you know, you can I, I follow them on Facebook. You can yeah. see there's a lot. There is kind of a lot of things going on, probably on a daily basis. Actually, yeah. it's quite scary. I think the social media really don't help. You know, oh, by no. exaggerating a lot, it's dramatised. I mean, it, it's, for me personally, I deliberately don't watch television mm-hmm. because I notice how anxious people are now. And I'll give an example uh, quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Of uh, I went to a school gathering, uh, friends of ours, uh, me, me friends, you know, and we all got together. <coughs> and I was sitting at a party, and there was this young girl here uh, on my side that uh, I used to be babysitting she was in her uh, she was about 18 19 she was at university and they started to get get onto the subject about uh, being muslim and what it must be like and uh, all the media and it got really heated and none of them know that i was muslim <laughs> so um, so i was sitting there and i was listening but no I, d- I didn't feel anger or anything like that i just observed and listened you know to see where it was all coming from and uh, the young girl kept saying oh uh, you know, I'm really scared. And I says, why are you scared? She says, because of what I see on TV. And I said, I have to say something. How long have you known me for? And she says, all my life. And I says, I'm Muslim. <laughs> and oh, she wow. just, yeah. wow, she just started crying. Oh. And she says, what can I do? And I says, 
why don't you find out about your Muslim communities within uh, your university? Because they'll open, it, they'll, they'll welcome you, open arms, they'll, they'll share their experience with you, they'll they'll share, they'll teach you if you want to learn, you know, about that way and you'll you'll get some really good down-to-earth friends, you know, so as far as I know, she did do that um, oh, but I've not seen her, that was last year something like that, yeah, yeah That's, yeah. that's really good points, guys but also, that kind of brings me on to the point that I've got here that the question I was wanting to ask, do you think that as reverts, do you think that we have, we, we have a bigger responsibility to teach or to engage with the kind of non-Muslim community because we share common ground with them. Like we've got a past, we've been there, we've done that, mm-hmm. we've done the crazy stuff, and now. Right, speak for yourself, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're innocent. <laughs> okay, me and racking up rackets. Don't <laughs> <No> come <comment. laughs> Basically, There's a commonality, obviously, um, you know, and it helps you, we have to do more, I think, you know, Um, and we have to, I'm sure all of us have non-Muslim friends, you know, so it's engaging with them, uh, their families, you know, and... And it's connecting with people like ourselves as well to let them know that they're not on their own, because too often we lose people. Uh, well, reverts because yeah. they're like this is too overwhelming yeah. on both sides of the fence I'm challenged yeah, so, yeah. so so they need somewhere where they could go yeah. maybe we could get funding and set up a, a community yeah. <laughs> for yeah. reverts yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was taught yeah. I've, I've done a free recording on one of these shows a couple of weeks ago and um that is exactly what I said that I wanted. I wanted like a mosque or like some sort of community centre that yeah. just focus. Yeah. <laughs> and it could it could train as well. It could help people to educate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. that just is just for reverts. Well, not specifically just reverts, but focuses on reverts yeah, yeah. and what people what you can do for reverts. Yeah. So if anybody yeah. wants to fund that, like, these are more than welcome. Yeah, please, please. Yeah. What's the number again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any silent partners out there, please. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be advocates. Yeah. <laughs> it's all buttercup. I'll move from St Andrews. <laughs> and um, how... How do you guys think? Oh, I don't know. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to walk around? I'm Okay, so I got her one, and that's fine. She was reading it. She even keeps it 
and the highest place in the living room. Aww, you know, because so I'm like, can't let it touch the floor. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, now she goes, oh, I would quite like to. And I always say, oh, grand, don't worry, when you're Muslim, it's fine. You, you can do all these things. She goes, yeah, okay. You know, and then she goes, oh, and then she was talking about, it's quite morbid, but she talked about funeral plans. I said, sorry, Gran, you'll have a janaza. And it's like, one day you're sorted. <laughs> you know, and she's like, yeah, okay. And then she says, like, oh, I want to try and make a jab. It's like, then that's how I started. Like, <laughs> but Marshall and I get, like, they, they are very understanding, my grandparents, and they even, especially since I've had Adam, they are quite, um, they are quite, like, when Adam sneezes, my granddad's just like, alhamdulillah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we've got, like, my grandfather, like, he's very, very, he, he's a very good man, and he used to give a lot of charity, but now he even says, he goes, I can't walk past the charity without giving something now because of you, even the other day, he came, he goes, he was looking at, I was looking at his wrist and he was running a wristband, like a charity. I was like, oh, who's that for? And he goes, oh, I went to House of Share. And I went, oh, right, okay. Because he goes there and buys me halal meat for Sunday Aww. dinners. <laughs> I said, oh, what's that band? He goes, oh, Human Appeal. Have you heard of it? <laughs> no, Amanda. I've never heard of Human Appeal. <laughs> but he goes, yeah, he goes, they were doing something for, like, like Gaza. So I, I thought I'd give them some money. And I was like, oh, right, okay. So... Just, I always pray, you know, I always make dua that my grandparents get hadaya, you know, oh, I'm just like, please, mm -hmm. <laughs> just, you know? that's, that's a prime example then, you know, yeah. it's, it's through your actions and through, yeah, definitely. yeah, 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 yeah it's through your actions and how, how mannerable you are with people exactly. and the kindness that you show, yeah. I mean, it's already within a Scottish history yeah, a lot of people absolutely. give bad press to the western way but we also had a tradition lots of traditions i mean my granny used to wear scarves all the time because yeah. it's seen as modest you know it was a done, it was a done thing scarves, yeah yeah uh, for, for for centuries that's the way it's been yeah. it's not about them hiding themselves or being dominated it's because they wanted to be modest yeah. you know um, and we've got a lot of traditions within Scottish culture that are not Islamic, but have always been there. And I think that's across the board worldwide. We've just forgotten them. And Mus the Muslim way of being actually brings that out for a lot of people. It reminds yeah. them that that's yeah. what we have. You know, we've got such a rich culture, all yeah. of us, you know. Yeah. So. I think, yeah, I mean, I look at some of my friends, even my family, mostly my family that aren't Muslim, mm -hmm. and they'll have sooner ways that you know yeah. characteristics yeah. about them you know yeah. and there is it's known that in Scotland they have very they have to be friendly you know yeah. Scottish yeah, people absolutely. are that and we say hello we help each <laughs> other you know we, yeah, we, yeah. You know? we, we pick up people from the bus stop and take them to the shops <laughs> yeah. that we don't know <laughs> I've never done that but and it rains here all the time but everyone's always happy yeah, you know it's I like know. what is that about you don't really you don't really get anything yeah. you know you don't really see anything like yeah. it's all about the banner like you would do down like Glasgow all about the banner like yeah. you do down south yeah. you know iron like broom banner yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't see any of that kind of negativity because i see all the time you know on like news and stuff you see oh a woman a woman was like attacked because <laughs> she was wearing hijab a woman was <laughs> like a stuff for Allah was kicked in the stomach and lost her twins because she was openly Muslim, you know, mm. by a man. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking like, 
you just kind of think like, alhamdulillah, we live in Glasgow and you you've never... You don't see that. No. You don't see that at all. Every, everywhere's got their yeah. atrocities. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. everywhere's yeah. just hidden. It doesn't matter what you think. I mean, there's only, there's only five million people, five yeah. and a half million people in Scotland. Yeah. So, you know, more more people, there'll be more essentially problems. Yeah. Like, you know, London's, what, 15 million? Yeah. So, you know, you're going to yeah. have more, more issues. Yeah. You know, it's more people, yeah, but yeah. I think... The society in Scotland are, they're quite open, you know, multi, it's very multicultural. Mm-hmm. I was watching a programme about like the Syrian refugees coming in and integrating in one of the, uh, it was island, one of the islands yeah. off the main coast of Scotland, and how they're like, oh, you know, supporting them, you know, letting them, this uh, family from Syria opened a barber shop, and, you know, they, they, and then there's another one that opened like a, a takeaway, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. they just, Totally uh, embraced them, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it was beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an umma there. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that is a prime example yeah. of yeah. living together. Yeah. You know, and putting your your yeah. faiths, as, or, or just you know, collectively just mm-hmm. living together in mm-hmm. peace. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's amazing, and it, it does go on. And you can look at the world. You can look at Britain, and you can look at the West, and say, what a tragic, horrible place, and all the things that are happening. But mm-hmm. you know, you change the way you look at things. The things you look at change. You know, mm-hmm. you change the way you look at that, and look at the good things. If you Mm-hmm. If you look for faults in Scotland, you'll yeah. find always them. find them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but if, if you, you look, yeah, yeah, exactly. You look at it yeah. in a positive light, mm-hmm. and and life's too mm-hmm. short. To it's be what you're grateful that. for as well. Exactly. I mean, every morning I've always woke up if I can remember, if I, if you know, fall out of bed and I'm really too tired. But a lot of the time, and this is before I became uh, Muslim, was uh, you know to count your blessings. You know, wake up in the morning and I would sit in my garden, no matter what what weather, you know, and I would say, what am I grateful for today? And the things I'm grateful for, water out the tap, the food, yeah. you know, and my house over my head, and the people in my life, and I start realising, oh, I've, I've got quite a lot happening in my life, a lot of things, and before you know it, it starts, it's like, it, whatever you put out there, you attract it back to you, you know, uh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know we should set up our own wee book. We should, I know. <laughs> Get our own podcast. Positive thinking. Why don't we do a podcast, a revert? Yeah, that yeah, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. looking for ideas, eh? Yeah. That'd be quite good. Phone so. in with your ideas. Yeah. And Rich, uh, <laughs> those, those that have got investors. money, yes, they want to set up a project, yeah. we'll definitely get involved. <laughs> yeah. um, all I, I was going to ask as well um, <coughs> how we were, we were talking about about it earlier on how can we improve the support for Muslims primarily reverts um, in order to make them confident enough in helping society understand them because I think that it's it's something that I think that a lot of reverts just aren't confident enough Mm -hmm. because they're kind of they're they're just a revert they don't really know very much and I think we kind of we sell ourselves short sometimes. I, th- I think when my experience of going into different mosques, and I'm not naming any because every every everyone has their own way, different culture and so forth, was that I think when you're you've got blue eyes, blonde hair, and you know, although it's covered, you know, um, it's kind of people are scared to say hello, yeah. you know, and, and I think it's just the normal thing. And I think the biggest thing you could do for people is just say hello, yeah. you know, and say welcome, you know, yeah, just make course. that a start or salam alaikum. You know, yeah. but they might not understand what salam alaikum 
is. So say yeah. hello and salam yeah. alaikum at uh-huh. the same time, and just make them warm. Make them a cup yeah. of tea. You know, it's it's mm. tiny, tiny wee things. And I notice that's starting to happen more and more. But I think people can be really painfully shy. But if there's someone you know in your mosque that's actually quite confident, get them to be kind of like an advocate to welcome yeah. the reverts in. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, or people that have become Muslim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've not I've not had any experiences myself of feeling. Yeah unwelcomed in a mosque uh, being a, a reader, <coughs> but I've got a massive network of friends and family yeah, that are Muslims yeah. and yeah. and uh, you know and I kind of got my wits about yeah, me yeah. but you know for, for somebody that just yeah. comes to Islam and he could walk in you know yeah. uh, one mosque and be greeted differently to another mosque yeah, yeah. so Absolutely. it depends on the individual yeah. and what they're seeking everyone's yeah. seeking love you know yeah. in one way or another yeah, I mean, yeah. that's you know when you come to Sam and you, and you yeah. love Allah you know and, and the prophets or something it's, it's uh, you walk into a mosque and you're not showed love then you're not yeah. going to really be compelled to go yeah. back to that mosque yeah. you know but mm-hmm. the, the, you know and, 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 yeah. and, and, and uh, this one probably goes out to the imams mm. and, and the, 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 the kind of leaders of the mosques and the, and the traditional Muslim community in Scotland is that you know be aware that the Islam is is the the, the, the the fastest growing religion and mm-hmm. there is more and more every single day alhamdulillah more mm-hmm. Muslims coming there, there, there are lots know. of Muslims leaving and a lot of people say that doesn't matter because Muslims are coming in but the thing is we should need to ask why that's exactly. happening yeah. you exactly. know and yeah. as, as a new Muslim when I went to my first had my first couple of experiences of going to mosques as a woman I accidentally went into the male area where there was no men around yeah. so please forgive me if anyone's offended but it was an accident genuinely no and it was beautiful going into the male part but there was a couple of times I went into different mosques um, where the women's uh, area was really badly accommodated mm-hmm. where it's dark gloomy and there's no windows in a mm-hmm. small small space mm-hmm. and uh, where the men they had lots of space I think we need to feel yeah. women need to feel more valued yeah. in a lot yeah. of ways Absolutely. you yeah. know and this isn't attack on anyone it's just no. you know I think yeah. a lot of times people are too shy to say yeah. or there's not enough funding there to sort yeah. of do that yeah. but as a, a woman who comes comes from a very independent background and I go into a mosque uh, that I, if I didn't have the confidence I might have walked out and not went back to it again well, so it, it would, give, yeah. would have given yeah. me the wrong impression but because yeah. my faith within myself is so strong I didn't I can see outside that yeah. you know yeah. um, I hope that's okay to say that no, you know no, but it's, it's, I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's yeah yeah it's yeah. needed it's needed to be said yeah because mothers are the, the women who give birth to the sons and exactly. men have their values exactly. well absolutely but it's about a sort of balance between yeah. the two you know it's uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, 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 and I think, you know, we should be more focused on uniting the ummah and yeah. not what our differences yes. are. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you know we have these problems yeah. outside of yeah. Islam, but yeah. we also have them inside yeah. as well. And we we do the genders have different roles, yeah. you know, and I, I, and I love the traditionality of it all. Mm. But it's, it's it's keeping a balance between the two of us, you mm, know, um, and respect in that. So. Yeah. Um, okay. I love I love these points. Yeah. Um, we'll just we've got a few minutes left, so what I think would be a good way we've got about three minutes. So what I thought would be good would be just to talk about individually how our lives have improved since becoming Muslim. And um, that could be. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't want you to go too deep into yeah. your personal yeah. problems, but yeah. I mean, I think a lot of Muslims have found a lot of peace from coming to mm-hmm. Islam, mm-hmm. things like it's combated addictions yeah. that they've had it's, mm-hmm. it's aided, it's not it's not mm-hmm. obviously 
it's not going to completely solve it, but it aids in helping mm -hmm. mental health and things like that. Yeah. Personally, how do you guys feel that it's helped you? Um, as you were saying, I do find a lot of peace because, like, I'm not shy to say, but I was living, before I became Muslim, I was living a reckless lifestyle. <laughs> and <laughs> In all ways imaginable, and like, <laughs> sorry, Sammy's blushing now. <laughs> He's like, oh dear. But that's just me, like, that's that's just, like, that's just the way I am, and people knew me before I became Muslim, and they think that, they go, okay, Aisha's just exactly the same, but she changed her name, and now she wears a headscarf. <laughs> and now she's a bit more grounded, you know, but I think that's because of um, lack of substances. <laughs> but more Dean, more of the Dean yeah. that I'm more grounded yeah. <laughs> But you know, isn't it lovely that you've had these experiences, so yeah. you can actually relate to people in a non-judgmental way. Yeah, you, you're much more open, so approachable. Yeah. Um, I do. Like <coughs> I, I do volunteer a lot at Glasgow Central Mosque, and as uh, Carla was saying, like I'm like a co-founder of the Glasgow Reverts. Um, I'm a co-founder of it. I started it about how long? Like about a year ago, over a year ago. Um, and I think it's been really positive. Just now we only have a sisters meet, but that's just because like it's hard to get men together. And no, definitely I think. I love you, What about you, Sammy? Uh, my life changed. I just, uh, I mean, I've kind of better version of myself you know yeah. and so just good. you leave the I just want to leave the world a better place yeah. and I found yeah. it leave people in yeah. a better way yeah. than I yeah. found them um, and yeah. you know just try and live the yeah. life of the prophets yeah. or something yeah. as much as you can study it the seerah yeah. study is true life don't yeah. just go on YouTube and, and Google something and, and believe it you know, do yeah. your own research yeah. and really study yes. it and yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah. look at the beauty that Islam has mm -hmm. to offer mm -hmm. and out of love that mm -hmm. the prophet w was made and, and his soul and ev everything else came after that, the creation yeah. and you know we all seek love within ourselves you know yeah. and when you start to tune into that your life starts to become better yeah. as things start Amazing. to fall into place yeah. I'd love to talk about it yeah. for the rest yeah. of the night there's so yeah. much that we can talk about but unfortunately that's us done so thank you everybody for coming on thank you to everybody for listening and uh, this is my first show so well thank done. you for being well done you well <laughs> <laughs> okay but thanks guys um, thank you. And thank until you. the next time, whenever yeah. that'll be. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and if anyone's up at, at St Andrews at the Botanic Gardens, I will say hello and oh. salam alaikum. <laughs> 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 Thanks for joining us, guys. I'll see you soon. Salam yeah. alaikum. Salam alaikum. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.